Greetings in Jesus' name. This is The Rock and Rev, and you are listening to The Intersection. Not your normal fluffy Christian show. And boy, I feel great. It is a great day because it's the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, despite all the things going on in our world, and I know we hear a lot, we get a lot of information thrown at us, and a lot of it at times seems like uh, the David and Goliath story. We are the underdog, and we are standing fast against this world system of Goliath, which, by the way, Jesus talked about two systems, the kingdom of God and this present world. And by the way, they are in conflict with one another, and that manifests in many ways. It manifests in politics, it manifests in entertainment and education. You can see the culture wars full blast raging. By the way, this culture war here has a spiritual aspect to it. It isn't just it isn't just Democrat versus Republican, uh, elitist versus common people. It is actually a spiritual battle in many ways because you see it being played out in the natural, but it has spiritual implications. Well, I like to be the bearer of good news and optimism. I really do. I'm I'm one of those optimistic type guys. So if I come in and tell you all the stuff going on and all the attacks on our freedoms and all the this and that and all the fraud and all the... If I tell you all that, I also like to remind you that we are winning. We are winning. It may not, well, we don't, we don't have the White House. Well, that doesn't mean we're not winning and we don't have the Congress. And so that doesn't mean we're not winning and we don't control Hollywood or we don't control... Uh, mainstream news. We don't control a lot of things, but we, the people, are winning. And, you know, I kind of think this contrast was needed. I'm not saying that I like it or I wish that it happened this way, but the contrast between the way that mm, I believe evil wants to take our country and the way that good would be reflected in our country is being manifest before our very eyes. We sort of needed to see what things look like um, when the those uh, who mean to do evil, and maybe even not purposely do evil, they may they may appear to be nice people. But I can I tell you, leftism is evil. I'm not saying everybody who adheres to leftism is evil. I'm not saying everyone who's on the left is evil. I'm not saying Democrats are evil. I'm not saying Republicans are good because Lord knows they tick me off too. But what I am trying to say is is that real good and real evil are being manifested, and I believe that evil is on the ropes, and we're seeing it in everyday manifestations. So let's talk about some of the wins just recently. Let's talk about some of these wins. Now, you know, elections have consequences, and uh, we know that. We even know that stolen elections have consequences, and we'll get into that with those of you who are foaming at the mouth, laying on the floor, talking about the big lie, uh, you know, talking about conspiratists who believe elections can be stolen. We'll talk about that later, but elections have consequences, and when Donald Trump was elected, it also had consequences. Some people didn't like the consequences. Some people loved them. One of the consequences were that Barack Obama, the Obama administration, left open seats of more than 300 federal judges. Now, many people know that the uh, legislative branch makes a law and the executive branch either rejects and vetoes it or they ratify it and execute it. And the courts are sort of the referees, the mediators, to tell which some which some of those laws are a step too far. And recently... Because uh, the Obama administration left so many federal judges open for Donald Trump to fill, 
now that he's filled them, those judges have become very effective. How about those who struck down the Remain in Mexico policy and uh, and they they actually uh, a federal judge, Trump appointee, upheld upheld the Remain in Mexico policy, meaning that people could not just run across the border, be released into America and trusted to come back for a hearing. No, they had to remain in Mexico <laughs> until their hearing. That was a, an effective tool Donald Trump had to um, control um, and, and an orderly process of immigration. And, of course, we know those on the left don't want that. They want open borders. They want the country to be overran and invaded because, in their mind, these are future, if not present, current Democrat voters. Which, by the way, I think they're, they're making a, uh, a wrong calculation there, especially when it comes to Hispanic folks and their core beliefs and values line more with conservatives, especially their religious beliefs. But a federal judge found that remain in Mexico— um, was a uh, upheld that policy, and the Biden administration had to return to it, even though they're fighting it in the courts. What are some other great wins? Well, there was a law passed in Florida, the ones that the those on the left ridiculously name and lie and say it's the Don't Say Gay bill. Basically, the law said that teachers in the school system cannot teach sexual content or expose kids under seven years old. Oh, could you imagine the audacity to sexual content? This is the one that Jen Psaki was crying about, saying that trans and gay children were going to somehow be um, discriminated against if this loss. They call it the don't say gay bill, which is absolutely ridiculous. What it basically says is if you're an adult and you're not a parent and you want to talk to kids under seven about sexuality, there's something wrong with you. In fact, what other situation other than teachers would any of us? Could you imagine your kid coming home? Hey, the neighbor just, I'm six years old. Neighbor just wanted to talk to me about sex. You'd call the police. I like to call it the don't let pedophiles win bill. Do you ever think we'd see a day that pedophiles would find a, a, uh, a leverage or a door into our children? How about these drag queen, these drag queen book reading hours that these... Munchausen Monica's love to take their children to so that a drag queen, confusingly enough, can read books to their children. Many of these have been with lewd pictures and, wow, a perverted pedophile just like a woman gets to put a child on their lap and it's applauded. Uh, I hate to say it, but much of this transgender, I know people are going to flip their lid and lose their mind, but much of the transgender stuff we see now is simply a gateway for sexually deviant people to find access to children. And this law that Ron DeSantis and the Florida, the uh, Florida legislature passed, barring people from teaching. You know, can we let kids be kids? Can we let seven-year-olds and six-year-olds? I mean, they're not. They're, they're just talking seven-year-olds. I'd have made the cutoff like mm, twelve, fifty. I'd have said, you know what? No sexualization in school whatsoever. Let the parents teach their values. And if you're from a home where they want to teach teach transgender values, well, more power to you. But we should allow parents to make those decisions. So Disney came out against this law and decided that they were going to protest and try to uh, try to overturn this law, fund opposition to this law. So Ron DeSantis and the legislature said, oh, Disney, don't you have special privileges granted to you since like, oh, 1968? You pretty much you pretty much govern yourselves. You pretty much run your own show over there. Well, 
why don't we just take those special privileges away? And that's exactly what they did. They revoked. You know, for all of the lefties who hate big corporations and say they should pay their fair share, they lost their mind when they found out Disney was going to have to pay taxes. Lost their, you know, isn't there like a, a great switch going on? It's kind of weird. All of a sudden, the Democrats are coastal elitists who are in bed with big business, and the Republicans are the people for the working man. Not your mama's Democrat Party anymore, Democrats. But good news is, is there's two wins. The parental rights law was upheld, and Disney got slapped down for going woke. Go woke, go broke. And uh, I find that rather fascinating that Every day, common people are standing up for their rights to believe. You know, you can believe what you want in America. You can practice what you want. But that includes traditional Christian values. Yes, even those get protected. So, uh, Disney loses special status because they wanted to go into the kitchen and they couldn't take the heat. So... Uh, let's talk about some of Elon Musk buys Twitter. Now, I don't know that Elon Musk is a conservative. I'm not sure, but I know he definitely doesn't like the left-wing loony stuff. I know he definitely has common sense. I know he definitely loves freedom of speech. And when Elon Musk first bought into Twitter, it was amazing to see the meltdown. People were mad because they're afraid that their censorship on free speech was going to be lifted. The odd thing about this is that Jack Dorsey, who owns Twitter, or is the founder of Twitter, not not the major shareholder anymore, um, actually has, uh, oddly enough, cast his support for Elon Musk, saying that Elon Musk was the was the single best solution for Twitter, and actually had some some regrets about the way Twitter's been ran. Now we didn't know this the whole time. We thought Jack Dorsey was probably probably a lover of, oh, let's say uh, a lover of limiting speech, making sure that conservatives weren't heard, that even the president of the United States was suspended from Twitter. I mean, come on. The, a sitting president was suspended from Twitter while the Ayatollah Khomeini retains his Twitter thing even when he has, yells death to Israel and death to America. He keeps his Twitter account. So uh, many people have said that if Twitter had um, not blocked the Hunter Biden laptop story, that we may have had a very different election. Now, remember, Freedom of speech is not just not just telling people what to say. It's limiting what people do say. It's suppressing information. And according to polls, up to 10 percent of people, maybe higher, who voted for Joe Biden would not have voted if they had known about the Hunter laptop story. How about the New York Times and then uh, some of these other loony bins having to admit now? Uh, because, you know, the truth eventually comes out. Having to admit that the Hunter Biden laptop story was true. How about Leon Panetta and all those other uh, 50 or 60 uh, Intel agents and Intel people who signed a paper saying that the Russian, uh, that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation? Are they all going to resign now? Are they going to be prosecuted for lying? Is there? Well, of course you can't. And they wouldn't even if you could because there is a two-tier justice system. That's why someone like Michael Flynn, a decorated general, gets accused of something and almost goes to jail, gets convicted, and Hillary Clinton walks free because we have a two-tier justice system. That's why the district attorney in New York has a completely compl uh, political witch hunt against Donald Trump and his companies trying to investigate his company's doings from years and years back, and yet... Um, Yet there is no investigation into people like Hillary Clinton or Hunter Biden.
because we have a two-tiered justice system in this country. If you are depending on your political affiliation, well, that's starting to erode. That's starting to erode. But anyway, <laughs> Elon Musk buying Twitter and vowing to maintain um, vowing to maintain freedom of speech, even to the point where he has encouraged those who don't like him and disagree with him to stay on Twitter and express their opinions. You know, bad ideas aren't best suppressed. They're best met with good ideas. And that's why conservatives always win the debate and liberal lefties always scream and yell and holler and yell racist and bigot and white supremacist and Nazi, even at black conservatives, which we're going to talk about that as well, even at black conservatives, because they can't win the debate. So talking about black conservatives, have you seen the amount of people of color who are running for public office as Republicans. It is astounding, it's amazing, and it's awesome. It is awesome. I forget her name, but we have the lady who's running for the Michigan Secretary of State. She is a firebrand, got my vote, and uh, we see that there are conservatives all over the place. In fact, um, I believe that a large portion uh, of people of color are actually conservative in their core beliefs, and when they examine themselves, and they, they also how far the left's gone left, you know, most 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 communities of color in America are Christian. Most are kind of traditional in their values. And now you start telling them you got to check your Christianity and your values at the door. You got to accept this, this, and that, and, and all kinds of things that are against their biblical beliefs. Of course, they're going to move right. Of course, they're going to move right. And uh, there is a an enormous amount of minorities who are running for Republican uh, public office, and I find that amazing. And guess what? We don't, on our side, find it amazing simply because of the color of their skin. We find it amazing because despite the intimidation, despite the ridicule, despite the blatant attacks against them, despite people like Joe Biden who say you're not even black unless you vote Democrat, many of these folks have courageously moved to the right and are running for public office. And we love them not because of the color of their skin, but because of the content of their character because these people are absolutely phenomenal patriotic americans who have uh who have given their sweat blood and tears for this country they have um a rich heritage of uh overcoming um overcoming uh, oppression and uh we are ecstatic to have all kinds of folks um on the conservative side of the aisle how about this one the Obamas have now been rejected from Spotify and Netflix. They could not reach a deal. Michelle and Barack, some of the two of the most popular people in history, cannot find a place on Spotify. And although the, uh, although the pressure on Spotify to cancel Joe Rogan, he's gained two million more listeners. You know, Joe Rogan's way out ahead of everybody. Way out of ahead of everybody. He's gained over 2 million listeners since they tried to cancel him. And he's more popular than ever. And by the way, Joe Rogan isn't a, wasn't a staunch right wing. Joe Rogan's kind of a mix of down the middle libertarian left leaning right some area. I mean, just kind of a free thinker. But he had enough common sense to challenge the status quo, especially when it came to covid and the 
tyranny that was being um, being forced upon the American people through the excuse of COVID. And uh, he rejected that. And of course, he was attacked for having doctors on very, very, very esteemed, credible doctors who actually disagreed with the narrative. Yeah, those doctors as well were banned from things like Twitter and Facebook because they were spreading misinformation. Isn't it funny that a medical doctor who helped found, like Dr. Malone, who helped who helped invent the RNA vaccine, suddenly, suddenly is a is a perpetrator of misinformation because he disagrees with Fauci and the uh, mainstream medical community and the people enforcing that were people like facebook and twitter you know those great medical professionals over there but the obamas did not find a home on spotify or netflix wow are we seeing a shift in change are we seeing that the you know conservatives were a little slow sometimes you know why well i don't say we're slow we we don't we, we don't sit around and strategize how to destroy other people no no conservatism we want the best for all people even those who don't agree with us we we know what best what best economically helps everyone, including those who don't vote conservative. We know the values that help support people. We believe in maximum civil liberties, freedom of speech, even if you want to say things that are against what I believe. We believe in that 100%. And that's why you're seeing a move to the right, because those values, those values happen to be right and contagious. People love freedom so i think we're seeing a shift even in corporations uh, corporations who are buying into woke or many are backing off now how about all these airlines who uh were so excited to see the mask mandates dropped and uh and then uh, you get like you know la airport and los angeles county wants to put the mask back i mean even the people on the left are sick and tired of this because by the way their businesses were destroyed too their children had to go to school in masks, too. Their lives got disrupted, too. Their pocketbook and their wallets hurt, too. It didn't just hurt conservatives. It hurt everyone. And I believe that's why you see conservatives up nine points on the generic ballot. You know, generic ballot kind of gives you a... And by the way, I'm not I'm not real big in polls and ballots. Not not because we know... So typically the generic ballot, if a conservative is even up one or two, it's going to be a landslide. If they're down five, it's going to be a landslide. The generic ballot's skewed like anything else. So if they're up nine, that probably means they're actually up 19. Friends, I think this contrast is going to be a blessing in disguise. I think these years under Joe Biden and the lefties, under all this wokeism and everything, is waking people up. And I believe people that were center-left, moderate Democrats, are now moving to the right. Or Actually, they're just staying where they are, and they look more right because they're trying to be canceled by the progressive lefties who are trying to push the party into complete socialism. Like I said, not your mama's Democrat party. Not your many, many Democrats, a little leftist center and moderates, don't like the hate America thing. They don't they don't like the the, the pitting races against each other. They don't like uh, promoting children to be uh, who are who are gender confused to be uh, at a very, very young age, begin to be transitioning through hormones and surgeries and irreversible things. They don't like being canceled because you don't agree with the narrative. There's a lot of people on the left. You know, when I talk to Democrats who claim to be Democrat, most of them are just born. It's kind of like being Catholic or Protestant or, you know, so just kind of born. You know, my mama was a Democrat. Dad was a Democrat. Grandpa was a Democrat. I'm a Democrat. I'll never stop being a Democrat. They don't really examine 
the changes that the party's gone through in 30 years. I, we have friends who, when you mention these things, they look at you like you're crazy. What are you talking about, transitioning children? I would never, you know, your party is. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean anti-Christian or socialism or, or, or wanting basically communism? Well, your party is. So there's many who just haven't caught on, but many in the younger generation have. How about this? How about this? This one makes me happy. Millennials are trending pro-life. Did you know millennials are pen, are trending pro-life? Yes, millennials are having their babies. They're seeing babies as a blessing. Yes, they are they are trending pro-life in their attitude and their leanings. Almost everyone is against partial birth abortion, which the lefty radicals want to push as a as a sacred uh, a sacred sacrament of leftism is, is is abortion on demand and California again just like Virginia you know they're, they're pressing to have abortion you know to, to have termination after after a baby's born I mean do you think these kind of things resonate with your average American they do not they do not and lastly polls show and I like again I don't totally trust polls but that when it comes to economic issues, which affect everyone, and of course this inflationary period that we're in that was first supposed to be transitional, second was actually going to be good, and thirdly was going to, uh, thirdly was caused by the Putin price increase, which everyone knows is a lie. You know, is, is, is the media, even on the left-wing side, starting to turn on Joe Biden? Are they possibly thinking that leftism's gone too far left, or maybe they just need a good story because people like CNN, I mean, this is this is my top one, my top one. CNN's done. Don't know how long the cable network will hang on, but viewership is so low. It is, Nick at night gets more viewers. Your viewership is so low. Remember when Donald Trump said all these people are going to miss me when they're gone and they all laughed? What an arrogant fool. You know, All these people are going to miss me. Their ratings are going to crash and everyone laughed. Well, guess what? Their ratings were through the roof when they were attacking Donald Trump. But now, in the tank. And they tried to start something called CNN Connect, which was basically like a Fox Nation or a, an online streaming. They spent $500 million and it lasted 27 days. 27 days. Hardly anyone signed up for it. And CNN is trying to still make up excuses and double down on their leftism. But I think one thing Donald Trump was right about, they were going to be gone because they have nothing more to report. Well, those are victories and gains. And I just want to say God is good. I thank God for whatever state our country is in, whatever place. Uh, Of course, I'm happier when the country is in a good solid place and uh but even when it's wandering a little bit by the way i think america is just the most the most divine and ingenious invention i I do believe that god was involved in the founding of america because this system works it really does work and even when it's broken it's able to be fixed because the genius of the founding father set us up with a system a, a brilliant system of governance that has blessed many generations. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. We're the young guns. We're the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.